Shame Dizzle. Shame me two times. Young man of many hats. With my hair down. You dig? Um, yeah, it's 8.07 p.m. Fucking August 15th, 2019. You already know. Because uh, you're alive on this day and many days after. Um, if you have been keeping up with the week, with the week drop thing, I, uh, yesterday I didn't do an episode. I didn't do it. I, uh, I've been, I've been having some sleeping issues, so I, I, I was up to like five in the morning, and then I had work at three, so I was like, shit, let me sleep. I probably fell asleep at like ten, fucking ten in the morning. Slept till like one thirty, where I had the alarm off here and there, you know. You know how sleep goes. You know what that's like. You sleep. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and I was like, alright, cool, got out of work. Fucking the boys was about to go to the OG's house and watch a watch a movie and I was like, "Ooh, that sounds fun. Let me uh let me go be a person with other people." And uh you know, I did that. I did that, but what I didn't fucking expect was a edible, a little fucking weed chocolate being given to me just cuz my boy was like, "Yo, I got these like he was just handing them, just handing them out. I was like, shit. Uh, you probably don't know, but I, after being a, a super stoner for years, like eight years, nine years, I don't know, a long time. I was 14 when I started smoking weed. I'm 23 now fucking i did a lot of weed smoking in my in my time of that and a couple months ago pretty much the beginning of the year i kind of like stopped smoking weed because uh my body was like new nah i'm done i'm done i'm done with this i hate it i hate you Every time I would smoke weed and it would freak out and i'd freak out and i'd be like i was just chilling and now I, I, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm going crazy. So yeah, so I stopped. Because I was like, that's uh, that's not what I want. It's not what I'm here for. It's not why I, I puff the ganj. 
You know, that's not the reason. Not to fucking just have a have a fucking big pool of anxiety get dumped on your head. It's not the wave. Um, but yeah, so my plan was, all right, let's go, chill, drink this beer I have, uh, watch this movie. It was it was a crazy movie about Nazi Germany. Europa, Europa. That's the actual name. It says Europa two times. Uh, Europa squared. Europa two times. Shamey two times. You see. You see where this is going. Uh, yeah, and I was like, cool, I'll just do it. I'll just do it after when I get back and I'll post it late. But by the end of that movie, man, I didn't even know how high I was until I stood up. And you know, you take a couple steps, you're like, oh, I think this is what walking is usually like. And then I got to the door, you know, we're all, we're all giving hugs and saying our goodbyes. And I'm like, ooh, I don't have my phone. Got that shit. Go back, give a hug, peace out. I did all the stoner stuff on one ride, right? I uh, I got fast food. Yep, I did it. I'm a fucking garbage pail. I ate McDonald's. Um, it was such a weird McDonald's experience. There are a whole bunch of people like hanging out in the parking lot, like, fucking standing around their cars and bumping music. I'm like, it's, it's 10.30 on a fucking Wednesday, dude. What's, you know, do your thing. But there's there's definitely more fun places to be than the McDonald's parking lot. Um, you know, I go up, I roll up to the talk box, I say my whole order, She's like, I didn't get any of that. And I was like, how? And then I said it again. And uh, they forgot a hamburger on the list. And I was like, ah. Ah. Because you pay for that shit. You fucking are real stoned ever or fucked up. Every time I go to McDonald's at night, I'm not sober. I mean, why would I? Why would I do that? to myself, to my body, which I felt all all night, probably because I was so intensely high, but that's not the stone part. Well, that is the stone part. Um, but it continues to, you know, they say second window. I pull up to the first window. Dude is hanging out the second window, like, get the fuck over here. Um, You know, I see that. I drive up. He's like, hey, this costs money. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I have that. Um, started fucking digging in my, my the bag I had where all my money was. I pull it out. There's just fucking bills flying everywhere. I'm like, ah, this 10 will do it. It did. I got money back. Um, but, like, usually, you know, when you're at a drive-thru, there's not... It's like somebody walks away and then you get the food. 
But this this particular occasion, this guy just kept walking back and forth like, bruh, the window opened like 10 times. And one time I got my money, one time I got a soda, and then the last time I got the food. But it just like opened so many times. And I'm so high, like, I'm not, you, you never know if you should be like looking at your phone or like, you know, looking at looking forward at the front window or if you're just supposed to like stare through the window and be like, get my shit. But so I was like, ah, what am I doing? I thought I lost my phone, but I was like, I just had it to look at it. And I was looking all over, but I didn't want, I was so high, I wasn't like, oh, no, they're going to know I lost my phone. Ah. Um, But I didn't. It was right there. And I got my food, and I drove home, and uh, I was driving where, like, you know, you know when you got music blasting, and then you're like, oh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm. I'm being a hot boy. They can hear this, this Sir Inglewood. Oh, I got a burp on every podcast. Um, they can hear this hair down by Sir fucking bumping too heavy, man. They're going to get me. I have a light out on my car. I replaced it, and then the other one went out, and I was like, God damn, I should have just fucking did both of them so that's been an issue so i'm just like ah uh i also think i have to get my emissions done note to self because i am not registered i guess i'm riding dirty i'm crazy so i was stoned and uh i turned it down i'm driving never went over 30 miles an hour I'm just like every time I'll get to a red light I go to press the pedal and the car would fucking jerk forward because you know I hadn't been high in fucking 3-4 months and uh, I was I was high I didn't know what to do with myself Uh, I didn't even know who I was and uh, you know so I'm driving all paranoid, fucking eating fries by the handful. Uh, And then I'm just like lost in thought, as you do when you're stoned and driving, listening to music. And, uh, you know, I I was at a stop sign for a good minute. And there there was nobody there, thankfully, because I would have confused a lot of people if it was like a full, full stop sign setting. But, you know, I'm there for a minute just fucking eating fries and like, you know, I look over at the stop sign. I'm like, oh, 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 you don't change colors. And then I went to, to keep driving. And I got home, and uh, some of this fucking gallon diet soda was for my mom. And uh, I had left the straw in the car, which I realized when I got in the house. 
and uh, so I'm breaking up the to order, and I see they didn't have this fucking hamburger for her, and I was like, ah, oh, man, oh, I'm fucking sorry, like, I only got one thing, and I was like, I can't, no, I gotta eat, you made yourself dinner, I was just, it was a conversation before I had left, um, but yeah, I gave her fries and a big soda with no straw. And I was like, I can't do that. You know, I can't not give you the straw. So I went out and got the straw. And I went downstairs and just fucking destroyed my food. You know, usually if I get a McDonald's order, I like get the same thing every time pretty much. And uh, usually I'll eat you know, most of it, I save a little, little scrap or do for later, but this is not the case, it all went down, I watched this fucking, like, gaming video that popped up on my, my YouTube suggestions, and I was, it was NBA 2K, like, on the, on the PC, and I guess you could hack the shit out of it to make your, your player, like, 12 feet tall but the way it works is your legs are extremely long and your torso is like the size of a shoe box with your head hang, you know on top of this monstrosity and then you got like 15 foot arms like each one is fucking so I was just laughing so hard like just just had mac sauce popping out of my burger and just f laughing and it's, it's, it was a mac tra mac atrocity um but yeah and then like later on you know you get all thinky when you're stoned and especially off of edible cause that just doesn't go away I indeed woke up high uh so that was that was an interesting thing my phone died. I didn't care. I was just like, I'm. I have my charger in my car, and uh, I just didn't get it. I just didn't give a fuck. It's too high. Just gonna watch, watch money heist. Watch them melt gold. Um. But yeah, so, so I got all thinky, and my brain was just going, all these different places, and. Uh, that was about the time where I was like, oh, that's why I don't do this anymore. Because, uh, you know, I'm one of those people who is susceptible to what they call anxiety. And uh, I gotta say, I have a lot less of that because of the weed absence that's been going on i mean i also like drink water and not get super fucked up and exercise and you know try and have a balanced life i got a cool job where i'm working with dogs and working at a dog daycare and there's like 30 40 dogs around me all the time so like that's the most beautiful feeling 
It's just like watching these animals frolic, frolic and, and play and, you know, learning about them. That's part of the job is fucking learning dog body language so I can be, uh, what that guy's name? Caesar? It's, I think it's Caesar Malone, but that doesn't sound right. Uh, but fuck it, I'm Shamie Malone. Uh, just uh, uh, the dogs love me. I love the dogs. It's a beautiful relationship, and uh, that's big for not having anxiety. Is like just having something you can do that makes you feel like you're not wasting all your fucking time. Um, that's great. Uh, I'm trying to be a two job shouty. I'm still on the hunt. Still on that paper chase. I'm actually starting to get the fucking royalties in. Royalties! From all the streaming places. I got like five bucks. You know, that's like, believe it or not, that's thousands of streams. Right? Like, that's... I think it breaks down, like, for a million streams on Spotify... You get like 4,300, something like that, uh, around 4,000. So if you break that down, divide by 1,000, 1,000 plays is $4. So, yeah, it's not thousands. It's like 1,000 plays. It's cool. It takes like three months for that to uh, to catch up. But fucking, it's on the way. I've been booming. I've been on these playlists. But this, this is not. This, this, it's neither here nor there. Get your fucking music on streaming platforms if you got it. Uh, cause if it's if it's there, I had a random song of mine get thrown on a random ass playlist and. Uh, it was weird. It was like, I looked through it. It has like a whole bunch of like YouTuber songs. Like Jake Paul tried to make music and this guy Rice Gum. And like there's six, nine songs on there. And I got my my song Wiggy What off the Unmastered Files 2 on there. Eyes on the prize, feet on the ground, money in my hand, in my head in the class. Everyone know I got the recipe now. Dead presidents like rest in peace now. That's the hook. I always like that hook. But yeah, it got onto some playlist and I didn't see what it was called at first, but I know the name changed because is like some crazy shit. I ain't even gonna say it cause it's just weird. Um, fucking, I'll probably say it another time, but fucking, yeah. So, so shit just gets thrown out random places, and I got like a couple hundred views cause this fucking random person randomly found one of my random songs. And threw it on his random ass playlist. And it's lit. Um, but. 
But I want to talk a little bit about drugs. Because that's kind of where the episode started. And uh, blah, blah, blah. But it's something I know a bit about. I I do indeed. Like I said, I started smoking weed. Uh, I guess it would have been... Like, May of 2010, it was, like, towards the end of my freshman year. We had drank a couple of times. I had my first beer ever, New Year's Eve 2009, and it was funny, yo. We got a 30 rack from my friend's brother. We were chilling at his house. His parents were out. We had a bunch of people over. It was a party. We were the fucking party boys, but not yet. This is before we turned into the party boys, because it was fucking, it was fucking the first beer ever. And it was, we gave this dude like 30 or $40, because we didn't know how much beer costs, because we're fucking 13, 14 years old. And it was fucking bush light, dude. It was fucking bush light. Fucking, oh my god, I remember how horrible it was. Like, horrible. Try drinking your first beer always sucks, because honestly, beer sucks. Like, when you get a palate for it, you're like, ah, beer. Like, even even like that fancy craft beer kind of sucks. I went on a trip to Vermont with my boys, like, two weeks ago or something and we went to all these breweries and stuff and like one of them was fire like burlington brew co that place is fire i can't even remember the first place we went to but it was bad we had driven four hours to get to vermont and we had like an hour to go but this was the this was the first stop you know if you're going to go to a bunch of breweries, you might as well go to a bunch of breweries. Uh, whatever the acronym for you're only in Vermont once. Y-O-I-T-O. Yoido. Yoido. Shout out Vermont. But yeah. Uh, beer sucks. I drink liquor. I don't really drink that much anymore because I get carried away. But, oh, my pizza might be here. Ooh. It was indeed my pizza. It's lit. One what goes great with pizza? Drugs. But, yeah. Back to the topic. I don't know where I left off, but yeah, drugs. Um, oh, I drink beer. And sometimes it sucks. But fucking. Um, um, oh, my phone is blowing up. I'm popular. Um, yeah, I mean, drugs are good. <clears throat> And bad. I think they're equally as good as they are bad. 
uh, it's a big issue in 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 America. Uh, you know, we got this opioid crisis. We got people taking fake drugs because because it's hard to get prescriptions for shit. You got people putting fentanyl and coke and, and Xanax and you know if you get the fentanyl, you're gonna die, dude. That's that's the facts. You're definitely gonna die if you do fentanyl. Um, so you gotta fall back on that. I've done a lot of stuff. Uh, I've had a lot of experiences. I did a lot of experimenting. I did a lot of uh, habitual lifting, if you will. Um, and uh, you know the weird, th- the fun thing about drugs is. You know, say you're at a party and somebody's got some coke and you and all your buddies and you got girls doing coke and you're doing coke and it's a fun time and everyone's like, woo, this is fun. But what's not good is when you're just doing drugs to feel good, right? Like, like to feel good. I don't feel good. I'm going to do these drugs and then I feel good. I mean, uh... I, uh, I, from, from an early age, I had the, uh, you know, it's a gift and a curse, but I saw, I saw, uh, you know, a, a member of my immediate family suffer with drug and alcohol addictions, and, uh, you know, I saw that get as bad as it could, um, many times like I was 16 and shit really hit the fan 15 16 and uh shit went real bad and uh you know I saw that I saw what it does to the people around you I saw the impacts on health it takes um you know and I I had a very very close friend of mine deal with uh an opiate addiction and kind of just go crazy um getting all fucked up and shit and doing doing everything i mean when you're 16 and addicted to painkillers like how are you gonna get painkillers like you only have so much money you're 16 like you might have had a job for six months working at fucking friendlies like you know it's uh it's it's a crazy thing and uh, a lot of the times people think like when you're addicted to something, it's just like, oh, you just love doing it. But something like that, like an opiate addiction, an alcohol addiction, a, a Xanax addiction, like I don't know too much about cocaine addiction, but like you physically need that shit. Like, I mean, opiate withdrawal is nothing that's that's some shit right there that's getting your soul sucked out like it's a it's a miserable feeling and uh xanax and alcohol like like you could die from not having it if you're a full-blown alcoholic and you don't drink your your body will shut down same thing with xanax like you'll have seizures and so it's crazy because a lot of times uh, 
with those three I just said in particular, a lot of people use use those methods to cope with anxiety. Um, I personally started fucking around with Xanax a little bit in high school, but then right after high school, uh, I was just, I had a panic attack. Like I was going to school and just one day I just had a panic attack and I didn't know what it was. Cause like I had skunk fever a couple of times by then, but like, I was like, why can't I breathe? Why can I not think straight? Why am I sweating bullets? And I'm going to have a heart attack. I think that's what's going on. I'm going to die. Like, I'm about to die. Holy shit. In a bathroom. At a college. Like, fuck. This this week. Um, Yeah, I was 17. I had a fucking panic attack at, like the second or third week of going to college uh i was i was at gateway community college in new haven like right after high school just banging out those easy credits and uh so my doctor you know i had to go to a psychiatrist after that i like went to the that's a whole other story um but so my doctor gave me i went there one time I was like, yeah, I have ADD, like, I got diagnosed when I was, you know, starting high school. Um, I had a panic attack. I didn't know what anxiety was or none of that shit, but I just, I died. And, uh, yeah, so, oh, and I can't sleep. And he was like, huh, that's, uh. That sounds like it sucks. Here's Adderall. Here's Xanax. And here's Ambien. And that's crazy. You know, years later, it was found that this guy was like totally off the books and just doing a whole bunch of illegal shit. And just like he was one of those doctors that would write you any prescription. Um,. I went in there one time, like not, like just because some crazy shit happened and I went there and he gave me all these fucking drugs. Like I didn't even know, I thought I was going to see a therapist. I thought that's what that was. Fucking psychiatrist, it's like a psychologist, right? Fucking what's the difference? I'm just going to go tell someone and then have therapy, I guess. No. Fucking drugs up the ass. Oh my god, dude. And what he did... um, The Ambien might have come later. Because he told me to take one... It was like a half milligram Xanax. And he said to take one if I felt anxious. And take two to go to sleep. Which doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, like, that's just stupid. You don't take Xanax to sleep. Like, it's a super addictive drug. And I didn't even know how fucking addictive it was. Because, like, you know, probably two months into that, like, fully addicted to Xanax. Like, fucking, I had more anxiety than I did before 
well, I didn't know what anxiety was really. Um, because I would like take two Xanax at night and wake up and go to school. And if I felt like, like shortness of breath or my heart would be pounding or just like, you know, all that shit. Cause when I first got it, it was like physical symptoms. It wasn't like worrying and shit. And it kind of, you know, transformed over the years into a, you know, where I kind of have it under control now. Um, you know, I was like fucking having crazy physical reactions to panic attacks. So I'd be in school and I'd take a fucking, I'd take a Xan and, uh, it wouldn't like nothing would happen. And so I'd have to take another Xan and, uh, you know, then I'd cool out, you know, I'd do like my five, six hours of classes, uh, and drive home, but it got to a point where like when I needed it, it wouldn't really work, and then I needed it more because I was having more anxiety because I would take it like, you know, I'd only take it at night, and then your body's like fiending for the shit, and, uh, you know, it was just a weird fucking thing, um, I eventually just like, you know, weaned off of it, like just not taking it to sleep. I think, yeah, I got Ambien, so I was taking Ambien to sleep, which was fucking weird. Like, that's the weirdest drug ever. Um, it's kind of like ketamine. Cause I had, I did ketamine one time, well, like two, two months ago, a month ago, something like that, sometime over the summer. And that was weird. I'd say I'd recommend it say like one time you know try it out I'm sure it hits different people differently but it felt like I was tripping on acid for one hour and my body was asleep so that's kind of what ambient is like it's not like it's weird um but I mean like yeah people get addicted to shit because a lot of the time they want, like, they, you don't want to think, right? Like, you're, you're getting depressed and, and your, your mind is fucking with you. So you're like, oh, let me, uh, let me drink a little bit, you know, let me loosen up, like, get, have some fun, enjoy myself, feel good, right? You want to feel good instead of thinking bad shit and uh you know it it happens to a lot of people a lot of people you wouldn't even think like you just you think these are all these are happy people these are like you know they're they're strong they can do it all that shit but like once you get in a routine of it and your body starts adjusting to it like then it becomes like a coping me mechanism and then uh and it's it's a very hard thing to stop to retrain yourself to to not do it i mean in my my personal experience i've pretty much towed the line with that and once i saw oh fuck this is going to turn into a problem like i, I kind of stopped 
because you know you see what it does to the people that care about you and uh you know xanax is a fucked up drug like you know alcohol is too alcohol is crazy like it's the most accepted thing in america but i don't know that's that's fucked up you ain't never seen someone fucking slug in a pint a day like not getting out of bed and fucking breaking everything in the house fucking just crazy shit like you don't even remember what you're doing like xanax is that same shit um but i mean it's it's such a tough thing to get over and to to figure out like you gotta figure out you have a drug problem like you gotta fucking not take it for a couple of days and then fucking you know your body freaks out and you feel horrible and you 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 know you know the one thing that's gonna fix it is this and uh it's just it's just a tough battle it's a tough thing to do and uh you know my sympathy and compassion is with anyone and everyone who's who's struggling uh with with drug addiction of any kind I mean, any type of addiction is hard because you have to, you know, uh, take something that gives you comfort and and peace of mind and just, like, makes you feel good and comfortable and uh, stimulated and you have to step away from it. And whether it's, like, antidepressant or a Xanax, or you're fucking smoking meth, or you're playing video games too much, or you're working out too much, and your body's getting fucked up, or you're you're addicted to fast food, and you just love shoving cheeseburgers in your face all day. Like, you gotta do something else, right? That's, like, the best thing to do if you are stuck on something if you just can't stop doing something you gotta do something else to like you know don't replace one addiction with another addiction because that's not then you're just gonna be in the same place soon but like you know you gotta do other shit to distract you and to get that pleasure elsewhere because you know you have to be doing things in healthy amounts you can't fucking you know an addiction is never gonna be a healthy amount or a healthy thing unless you're like addicted to drinking water then then you're fucking you know probably being i said addicted to working out but if you're not fucking up your body yeah like don't do steroids that's fucked up um but yeah, and if you know someone that's that's going through that shit, you just gotta be compassionate. You just gotta fucking show that you care, right? I mean, like, you gotta know when to call it quits because you could be there for somebody as much as you want and they'll still get fucked up because that's what they're doing. That's what they do. That's what they, they need to do. 
or want to do or don't want to do or whatever the case is. Like a lot of times if you're addicted to something, you don't want to be doing that. You know it's not good for you. Like if you're addicted to painkillers, like you're going to hate it. Like you're going to hate the fact that you got to do this shit just to feel right. But at the end of the day, you're going to feel a lot better a year later clean than having to fucking fight that battle every day and and get high and not and worry about if you got it and all that shit you know and if you know someone that's dealing with that shit you just gotta be there and be like yo i know what you're going through like i might not know what it feels like but i'm gonna be here if you gotta talk to somebody if you want to go do something to to get your mind off of it or like you know you need a workout buddy if you want to go play basketball you want to go to the beach you want to fucking you know if you need a ride somewhere if you don't got a car like you know anything like it it's helpful to have someone in your corner when you're trying to fix shit um because it's a heavy burden it's a heavy burden to be like fucking to fight a battle like that and uh you know even if like you know you got a friend who's a total alcoholic who's just a fall down drunk you can't take him anywhere because they get drunk and make a scene like you know even if they've been doing good for a while and then they fucking get super drunk and act like an asshole you know you you can be a little mad you can be a little irritated but like being an asshole to somebody is not the way to fucking to to fix that because like making someone feel like shit over their actions and choices is like seldom will that work you know that's negative reinforcement and then that person is gonna get like just feel like shit and what do they do when they feel like shit to feel good they drink so you know it's not your job to get that person clean it's totally not like it's up to them at the end of the day if they wanna, you know, sometimes you gotta go to rehab. Sometimes you gotta fucking just remove yourself completely and have just space and learn how to how to deal with shit, how to do life without this little crutch you lean on. But you know, as a as someone who's had experience with all realms having having friends and family addicted to shit and and being damn near addicted to shit it's uh it's tough and uh you know it's it's a hard thing but at the end of the day i feel a lot better now that i'm not getting fucked up all the time than I did when I was getting fucked up all the time and like feeling like shit but at least I get fucked up and 
you know, you feel better for that little bit because, like, you're always gonna, you're always gonna not like the fact that you're doing it. You're not gonna like who you are at that time. And, uh, you know, it takes love and care and, and compassion and empathy and support, but it's possible, you know, it's, it's possible to do fucking anything you put your mind to. And a lot of shit is very uncomfortable at first. You're going to feel awful or you're going to feel nervous or anxious or you're not going to be confident. You're, you're going to go through all these emotions starting something new that's difficult. But at the end of the day, like if it's worth it, it's worth all the shit you're going to have to go through. Um, you know, it's just, it's just better to even try and fail, like not even just talking about drugs, say you've been keen and you relapse and you're like, ah, I'm a fucking piece of shit, like with anything, you know, I've, uh, done a lot of shit and not been successful, but at least I could say I tried. You know, if you genuinely try your hardest with something, shit, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad that shit didn't work out because you tried. You know, that's all you can do. All you can do is try and work at something. And if you know you tried your hardest, then, you know, fuck it. You'll get it next time. You know, maybe it's just not meant to happen. All that type of shit. But, end of the day, it's all about getting closer to being the best version of yourself. You know, whether that means stop smoking weed because you're stoned all the time and you don't know that's why you're having a ton of anxiety and getting sad as fuck because you're thinking about shit too much because you're stoned all the time. Or you don't feel great about your body, so you go work out and you take care of your body and you drink a lot of water. I'm going to do that right now. I got this ball bottle on my hand. Ah, that's the stuff. Because your body is this fucking crazy machine. It's just this, this gnarly machine that has a fucking brain and muscles and legs and arms and hands and fucking... You eat food and you shit it out and it, you can just have have dreams when you go to sleep and and build things and pick things up and fucking walk. Like, it's crazy to have a body in the first place. So if you have a body, you gotta be fucking thankful that you have a body and it works. Right? You have a brain and a mind that works. 
And shit, you might not be the biggest fan of your brain or your mind, but you can make all this shit work better. If you research how, and you put the effort into it, you stay consistent, that shit, that shit will happen. You can make that shit happen. You can have a great body. And all all the chicks will love you. Or all the dudes will love you. Because you're all shredded. And that's what you want to do. You had a little belly and you're like, fuck this. I'm only eating chicken and broccoli for a month. I'm going to run nine miles a day. Fucking take boxing classes and put posters of, posters of the rock everywhere. It's inspiration. You can do that shit. If you want to learn something, read about it. Spend time reading about it. You want to fucking get over an addiction. Just, you know, taper off. Fucking be serious about it. Tell your friends. Shit, this is what I'm going through. I'm trying to not do that. That way you've kind of like, you know, a lot of times it's a secret. You don't want to let people know. Because like a, it's a weakness. It's like a, you know, but if you tell people and you're honest with them, they're going to be supportive. You know, if those are your friends and you're like, yo, look, I, I got a, I got a drinking problem. Like, I've been drinking every fucking day for a month, getting drunk. You know, fucking, they'll be, they'll be there, they'll be supportive. They're not gonna be like, yo, dog, let's go drinking. You know, they'll fucking go on a hike with you, do other shit. You could do it. You just gotta suffer through it. Cause everything sucks, but how much suck are you willing to take? Pause. But how much shitty shit are you willing to go through to make sure everything ain't just shitty? You know, there's no, like, rainbow. There's no fucking checkered tape to run through, like, being... On drugs and just whatever. It doesn't, like I keep saying drugs, but it doesn't have to be anything. If you're making unhealthy choices and you're not doing what you should be doing and you want to do, it's it's just never going to play out pretty. It's just never going to end up pretty. You know? It, f- fucking, if you're overweight and you're like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm fucking fat. I can't do shit, I'm fucking fat. And you just don't do anything besides feel bad like your health's gonna go. You're gonna get you're gonna get sick. You're not gonna be able to enjoy your life as much. Same thing with doing drugs. Your your body's gonna go out, your health's not gonna be great. You're still gonna be fucking addicted to drugs. Even if you you have like anxiety and uh you can't get out of your house because you're so fucking anxious. You can't talk to people. You can't go to crowded places. And you can't fucking do that. Bruh, I was there. 
I had all that shit, bro. There were days I couldn't leave my fucking house because of made-up problems in my head. Like, looking back, that shit was so dumb because I, I would get all worked up and fucking be scared and just, like, of nothing. Be fucking scared of absolutely nothing. Just, like ideas in my head and every time I fucking left the house I felt I felt better you know it might take 10-15 minutes to like get used to it but I felt way better if I left the house than uh than if I just fucking stayed in there like it's facts you know like at the end of the day that's just what you gotta do you know what you gotta do you really truly do know what you have to do and you have to figure out how to get there and how you're going to be able to do it and it's not going to be easy life isn't going to be easy you know you're lucky if something goes well you know you gotta look at it that way you're lucky if, like, you have a, a cool family and everyone loves and supports you. Or you're really lucky if if schoolwork comes naturally to you and you're just an intelligent person. And you can pick up on things quickly and, you know, pay attention. Like, you're lucky. You're lucky if you have a relationship and it goes well. You know, it's not easy. Being in love is not easy. It feels great. It, It feels great, but it's not easy. You know, nothing, nothing is gonna be easy. And if it, if it is, you're very lucky. And if it's too easy, you're not doing it right. You know. You're not trying hard enough if something's too easy. But at the end of the day, it's worth it. Because if you want it, if that's is that, those are the steps you got to take to get where, you, where you're going, you know, you got to take them. You got to do that. You got to eat shit. Just put your head down and fucking, fucking do that shit. Find whatever helps, you know. Hopefully, uh, you know, some people like listening to this podcast and uh, it helps them get through whatever. Helps you go to work, helps you get through a car ride. I don't know whether you're just sitting around at home, like it's something to listen to and it's motivational. I don't know. I didn't uh, really fucking know. What I was going to say this episode, besides that I ate an edible and I got really high. And that's why there wasn't an episode yesterday, but, you know, I think, uh, I think this is where we leave off. So, I shall return tomorrow. I shall say more words. This is the third installment of Train of Thought. This is like a double episode. I think it's been like an hour. 
So, uh, you know, a two-for-one special. I, uh, I really appreciate anyone listening. I, uh, have been enjoying this. Not sure how long or how often we're gonna keep the ball rolling, but it's rolling right now. It's rolling tomorrow. You can count on that, baby. Alright, thank you for listening. Stay tuned. Fucking stay motivated. Stay stay working at that shit. Write your goals down. Go fucking do that shit. I believe in you. If you ever want to talk to me about some shit, I got you. I'll talk to you. Keep talk to Shout out Lil Keith. I'll talk to you. Lil Keed will talk to you. Go go DM Lil Keed. He got the answers. Um I'm sorry, I really want this pizza. I love you. Keep at it. Keep coming up with new ideas. Keep keep fucking grinding. Ah, yeah, you got this. All right. I love you. Goodbye.